artists that kind of knew what this could become, but mm -hmm. all of them, all of them dismissed it as a one-off, as a fluke, as a never going to uh, succeed, as a never going to get any bigger, just like with the internet. It's just a fling. It's just a, it's just a stupid thing. And what happened was underneath their noses of the most powerful people in the world, the central banks, I call it the central banking cartel, basically, the central banks, you know, the, uh, the, ba the Bank of Europe, uh, Federal Reserve, and so forth, Bank of England, I mean, uh, and then the uh, Federal Reserve, and so forth, they um, they essentially knew uh, they, 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 we, we allowed it, they, they kind of knew it was coming, but they allowed it to happen because they, they literally thought, let it slip through their fingers, through their own ego. They were like, no, yeah. this is never going to happen. And now uh, they can't stop it. it mm -hmm. just, it's like literally trying to shut off the internet. You, you can't do this in first world countries. You can't shut off the internet. And if you tried, it doesn't matter because the internet is on somewhere in somewhere other part of the world. <laughs> like you can't, you'd have to nuke the planet with an asteroid. And then of course, at that point, you're not going to want Bitcoin. You're going to want bullets and, 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 and booze pretty much. <laughs> That's going to be the currency. <laughs> Bullets and booze if we go to post-apocalyptic. We won't have to worry about Bitcoin. Because a lot of gold bugs, they like to say that. They're like, yeah, but but with no electricity, I can't use Bitcoin. Yeah, with no electricity, the civilization dies as well. <laughs> mm. but, uh, let me ask you something. So like, um, you know, because uh, I've been reading up on Bitcoin and, and like, uh, and you know, how they, um, how they mine it. Yes. Like, so like, like, how profitable is that? And like, and and like, cause, cause I know like people will buy those rigs, but I don't think uh, people like, um, like me myself, like I, I look at it and I see like, like you can look on eBay and they say they have a, a pre-made rig or something for you, like for for X amount of dollars or whatever. Like, but like, is that like, what's that gonna do? Like for like number one, my electricity bill. <laughs> you know, when you really think about it, at the end of the day, number two, like, because like, I've heard these things are like really fucking loud. Uh, and you know, if that's the case, and then number three, like, like, how do you how do you fix it if something goes wrong? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know anything about like mining? So I believe uh, I believe Brian addressed some, something like this in the last episode. Essentially, uh, you you the for the average person, mining is pretty much a non-starter. Like you're you're going to need a hundred plus grand of a, of a venture to start uh, to start up just to buy the equipment to make any type of profit within the next three to five years, and mm. you need access to cheaper free electricity. Okay, okay. And so I can tell you what some people are doing right now um, uh, in in America. Some people are using uh, natural gas. They're literally using mm. natural gas to uh, power the Bitcoin miners to mine Bitcoin. So mm. they're making money from nothing, essentially from air, mm. right? Like they're, they just got to, they just, well, you got to pay for all the equipment and everything, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, they're yeah. basically like, you know, essentially make pretty money because they, they take the natural gas and that burns and then they use that money to, uh, or they use that uh, energy to run the Bitcoin miners and the Bitcoin miners produce the Bitcoin. But remember those, those things that I'm talking about are at scale. So yeah. we're mm. talking multi hundred thousand dollar operations and type just for the small on the small end the larger ends of course in the millions and millions so mm -hmm. essentially for your average person mining is kind of out um you could do some like cloud mining stuff if you want to like like and just like pay a monthly fee and get a little coin to like which is like renting a miner but you don't want to do that I'll, I'll, unfortunately mining for the average person is pretty much out unless you really do want to go at it at the industrial level other than that, it's it's out of the even the retail level at this point. So all those sort of mm -hmm. things like uh, I saw what's this thing you said? It was called uh, like a crypto browser or something like that. Like it's, it's like, I, like I, I didn't I, I didn't really have a chance to like look to it, but I know it was, it was saying something like where you could basically 
I don't know, you use this browser and it and it mines or something like that, or or they use your connection in order to help mine. I like I it, Yeah, there's there were some uh, browser plugins, there was some software, and essentially, sure, you can mine, but you're going to be making less than pennies. You, you, the, the percentages and stuff that you're getting out is literally like it'll show 0.00000 mm. amount of like money. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it just very, very, really low. It just unfortunately just like put that put that money in the savings just buy bitcoin that's literally it, it's so funny uh how many things people have tried to do to make profit from their bitcoin over the years from starting mining companies to starting business to starting all these different things and every time every time it would have been more profitable just to keep the coin mm. every even coinbase coin, well coinbase is one of the rare exceptions that company actually grew faster than bitcoin so if you if you invested in that company you technically made more there than you would have if you held bitcoin but for the average regular person like 99.9 like of the people if you just hold Bitcoin, you will have far more gains than ever trying to mess with all this crazy stuff like mining and software and all this crazy stuff. For the average person, all you got, that's what's so beautiful about Bitcoin. It's so simple. It's so simple that none of my family and none of my friends bought any. <laughs> Nobody I know, like, uh, like, like in, in my immediate personal family, personal circles, bought Bitcoin, even though I was screaming it and shouting at the, at the rooftops for seven years straight with a podcast five plus years you know like i was at the top of my you know after it went to a certain price i essentially had to leave because it's out of the hands of the regular person other than just using mm -hmm. it as a savings account which is still good still really really good it's just that now it's like well i you know it, you just have to use it as a savings account where before you could make generational wealth there was a little bit of a gap as bryce said i think in the last episode there was a little bit of five-year gap where you could make generational wealth that's pretty much the average person. You, you're like me and you, regular person, could make generational wealth during that five years. That's pretty much gone. Um, but you can still save your money now, and still uh, over time uh, ha uh, have value, have more value than you did before. So while everybody else's savings are going down, yours are going up. So like you, so let's say you put like a hundred bucks a month away, right, for for a, for a three three to five years, you might not have a million dollars, but you might have some life changing money that you could start a business with. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Makes sense. Makes yep. So, so the generational wealth that that's pretty much gone for the average person. But uh, the 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 big guys are still doing that. They can still make plenty of wealth by buying. So uh, there, there's a, somebody named uh, Michael Saylor. He's kind of the pe the 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 champion of using Bitcoin for your for your corporate treasury. And his company bought uh, five hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin when it was ten thousand mm. dollars. It is. He is now the darling of Wall Street right now. Yeah. Because he he was even though we've been shouting at like me nobody listens to me right but we've been shouting for ten years but Michael Saylor was the first person in the actual upper echelons to start pushing Bitcoin and uh, he is now the darling of that of Wall Street like everybody's trying to get interviews with him uh, because now that five hundred million is almost four billion dollars. Mm, Jesus, he is now a multi billionaire from five hundred million to a multi billionaire in <laughs> less than a year. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's because he, he bought right at the beginning of the bull market, right at the beginning of the next bull market. That's what happened. So, and again, how the cycles go is it goes a bull, then, then it corrects, and then goes consolidates, and then bull again. So mm. you can never, ever, ever lose in Bitcoin. Right. You can never, ever lose, ever. Literally, you could just buy the tops. Just buy the $20 top, the, uh, the $120 top the $1,200 top and the $20,000 top, all of those tops are now in profit. The $58,000 top will be in profit at some point as well. It's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I heard that 50 Cent when it when Bitcoin came out, 50 Cent invested tons in Bitcoin, and that's he sold like, an album for Bitcoin. That's what, that's, what was, that's what I was about to say. Oh, I didn't <laughs> he even know sold that. An album for Bitcoin. And he I didn't marketed even know that. that. Oh my god, he made so much Bitcoin from that album because Bitcoin was like, wait, what album? Like, which album dude, he sold for Bitcoin? It was literally like it was literally like a hundred, only a hundred, few hundred dollars of, of Bitcoin at the time. Like Bitcoin was a couple hundred dollars at the time, and that dude raked in thousands and thousands and thousands of Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> like he that could be more crazy. profitable than Jay Z. He could literally be more profitable than, than you know than than anybody. It, it really, if 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 he actually uh, disclosed how much Bitcoin he had, <laughs> he's yeah, no, probably he's, more profitable. He, he'll, he'll never let you know that. He'll never. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it is absolutely insane. and of course as you can imagine like the irs is kind of having a field day you know they now like need you to actually like check off a thing on your your taxes if you ever owned or bought cryptocurrency just so they can have a record of it like it you know uh, but that it's 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 that system is definitely going to die it's 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 been dying a slow death but like i say the whole system after march of last year is is pretty much broken and now we have to let it die and that's going to be painful for a lot of people uh, but that's why I just tried to spread the word about Bitcoin because anybody who's holding Bitcoin is going to be okay, relatively. What are the coin? Okay. What are the uh, crypto? Do you think is going to do well? So, um, really, so Bitcoin is the internet of money. Bitcoin is the actual. Um, the, the best form of money we've ever had in the last 10,000 years. It's it's a digital gold. So so there's no other use. There's no other coin that's going to try to take that use case. That is literally Bitcoin competes with central banks, gold. And uh, the 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 basically the 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 hegemony of, of central banks. So that's the main that's the main thing you have to save it. Then on top of that, there's a, you know ten thousands and thousands of other crypto, and most of them you know are pretty much penny stocks. You know most of them are going to go away. So I've been in the uh, uh, crypto long enough for the past seven eight years. Damn, it's coming on ten years now, <laughs> almost ten years <laughs> that I can tell you I've seen the top ten of CoinMarketCap.com change a lot. Right, we've we, the top ten. There's always a new coin in the top ten that that that, that claims it's going to be the next Bitcoin or the next big thing, the next big thing. So right now, the top ten. There's things like Polkadot. There's things like, you know, Cardano. There's things that that won't be there in a few more years. <laughs> and so really, like, I, I can never and have never ever advised anybody to ever purchase anything other than Bitcoin because anything other than Bitcoin, you're you're gambling. You're Even really, you're gambling. It's it's, it's like the stock market. Ethereum um, is probably now at this point more safe, but even then, everything about Ethereum can be put on Bitcoin, and mm. and there's already like a dozen Ethereum clones or uh, competitors out there. Mm. So long term, I I, I I can't say it's going to be okay for Ethereum long term. I could the only thing I can say it's going to be okay for long term is Bitcoin. There's literally mm. nothing that can stop that. No government, no bank. Uh, no country, because uh, for example, even if like let's say China, China tried to ban it, right? They they banned it like a couple times. Every time they banned it, it went up thousands of dollars. Like there's there's, no, there's nothing that you hmm. could ever do. Like uh, and of course now they're accepting it again. So like you know like anybody who tries to ban Bitcoin will short that'll only be short lived, and then they'll eventually start saying Bitcoin is okay because they know that any country that doesn't have Bitcoin is going to lose this decade. They're going to mm. lose economically this decade because remember countries are like companies. Yeah, yeah. They, they really are like companies. They got their CEO, you know. They got their they got their finance guys. Everybody, and they're they're all trying to jostle with each other as well, just like companies are in the open market. And mm -hmm. it's just you know a little bit different scale. But they're they're going to need Bitcoin just as much as the corporate treasury, just as much as you and me, just as much as everybody else. And so if you try to take away Bitcoin or you try to ban Bitcoin, another country will take that bet, and mm -hmm. they'll say, "Come on over to Bitcoin." Yeah. Oh yeah. China China banned Bitcoin. Malta said. Come on, Bitcoiners, come on over. And half the exchanges left for Malta, left China for Malta. Mm. 
and they're still there to this day. Binance, that's where Binance is to this day is in Malta. So anytime a country ever tries to threaten a ban, doesn't really matter. They'll, they'll eventually accept it again because it's like trying to ban the internet. It's like trying to ban electricity. This is literally um, the electricity of money. Like this is the the uh, the the foundations of the next thousand years of our civilization. Is is this new form of money? Because we've had the same problem for ten thousand years. Humans keep messing up the money, right? We keep we 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 want we want what's best for us in the long term, but somewhere down the line, whether it's ten, hundred, or a thousand years, somebody gets greedy and messes with the money, and the whole system folds. And so this has been a long, long, long-term problem, and we've actually now solved it with Bitcoin, this 10,000-plus-year-old problem. Mm. So when you're asking me about other currency, about other crypto, I'm like, it's gambling. They're penny stocks. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. like I, I wish I could say that these things are going to change the world because you know there's so many people that are like, crypto and, and, and blockchain, and oh, we're, we're going to put bananas on the blockchain. We're going to save the world. We're going to save Africa. <laughs> and it's like, guys... No, 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 no. These are just penny stocks, companies just trying to, you know, build on top of the the thing that is Bitcoin. You know, whether it's not, even if it's not directly connected, for, for example, like Ethereum, it's not directly connected to Bitcoin, right? But it is in Bitcoin's gravity because Bitcoin is the sun and all the planets around it are all the other crypto. Anytime Bitcoin goes up, crypto will go up. Bitcoin goes down, crypto goes down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that is the the center of the universe is Bitcoin. So when you ask about other cryptos, kind of like asking about, you know, like I say, like just other little, little, little plus little moons, little, little penny stocks that really uh, don't affect the average everyday person like Bitcoin will. Okay. Mm, um, so, so Bitcoin's like prime earth and then all the other ones are like the multi-universe, pocket universes. Absolutely. We will be sending Bitcoin to Mars and to the moon. I can guarantee it, just like we send communication. Because remember, what the internet did for, for communication, right? It democratized information, and it cut out the fat. Bitcoin will do for finance. It's going to cut out the, the middlemen and uh, cut out the fat and optimize it because it's faster, better, and cheaper. And so when we start, uh, when, when we have a Bitcoin world, the technologies we're going to create is going to be pretty, 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 pretty amazing. And we will definitely need to be able to send Bitcoin interdimensionally, uh, interplanetary, uh, intergalactically, <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. What's... Uh... Could you tell us about NFTs? Because we saw we earlier Ill Mind sample pack. Um, mm. Shout out to Cipher Omni and Dragonfly Bry. Bry just Bry got something in the works with an NFT and some music or something. He told me to you know mention, but not too much Absolutely. detail. But so, <laughs> what could you tell us about NFTs? Because I'm totally sure. lost. So, so for those who don't under, don't for those who don't know, NFTs stands for non fungible tokens, and they are essentially um contracts. You can think of them like almost like smart contracts, but you can just think of them as a contract that holds information uh, that is tied to the blockchain. And so with what that means is that what it actually does is it takes a regular digital item, like for example, a photo, mm-hmm. and it will uh, create a signature of that and store it on the blockchain so that you can know that this photo came from this location and that there is no other there is no other photo technically like this photo with this exact digital footprint. And so what that ends up meaning is that you can actually create digital scarcity. So before when you could copy a photo a thousand times, doesn't matter. But now when you can make a unique photo and then resell that, the rights to that photo, that's Mm. what NFTs allow you to do is it allows you to create a digital scarcity, digitally scarce items in a digital world, scarce items in a digital universe. And what that looks like right now is mostly like collectibles, uh, images, um, kind of like cards, you know, baseball cards, almost like back in the day. And, but, but what's really where it's, where it's becoming really interesting now 
is when the upper echelons of people get involved, like people like Illmind. So now the, the the big guys are getting involved in NFTs. And when for so for example, um, there was some pretty good art that was selling for a lot of money, but when you attached an artist to it, when you attached uh, an artist to that art, saying that they have a signature on it or they have a song that you get with this that's tied to this, when you put the artist on top of this art, uh, for example, like a mu musician musician artist, boom! Now that art is selling for mad amounts of money. Like we're talking millions of dollars. We're talking art that are selling for thousands, and thousands of dollars. So now, Illmind, um, he created a sample pack, and what he's doing is he's created it with an NFT, which means that instead of selling a thousand copies to a thousand million people. He's going to sell one copy, the rights of, of this copy to one person, mm -hmm. to the highest bidder. Mm. So now when a person buys that sample pack, that one bidder, the highest bidder, they own that sample pack and the rights to it, and they can start reselling it to thousands of people themselves. And so that's, that's the difference. That's the difference. So before we were selling sample packs to millions, now you can sell a sample pack to one, the rights of that sample pack to one person digitally, instantly, and it gets crazier than that. About, beyond that, Illmind takes a 10% royalty fee on this pack. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. So now, in addition to some making making a few stacks off the actual pack, he is now going to get 10% royalty off of that pack whenever it is sold again digitally. Mm -hmm. So it's automatic. 10% royalty, boom, automatic to a, a, an Ethereum address that he defines. And it gets automatically, anytime somebody buys it, boom, sent out. All the royalties get sent out instantly to everybody. And that's, of course, the promise of the blockchain and NFTs is that one day we will have real, real amazing digital uh, rights and copyright that is fulfilled like that on the blockchain instead of through these huge bureaucratic companies. Remember what Bitcoin does, right? It, it's, it does finance what the internet did to media. So it's going to break up, break up all these conglomerates that were before just, just sitting there for decades or centuries that we needed them. Now we don't need them anymore with, with Bitcoin and Ethereum. So now as an artist, I can make an album and I can basically sell it straight to like Apple Music, you know, whoever, you know, for for example, to and and it's like just pay me this, pay me, and then and then I just and and it was just like automatically just kind of just boom, set your royalties up. Yep. To, you know, and this is all done on the blockchain with smart contracts that you create through a, a pretty user interface, essentially. Uh -huh. That you say, you say, how many, how many, how much, what's the percentage? You know, how many people? What's the Ethereum address? And then ba bam, you create that smart contract. And so mm. there's some sites that are doing this that are allowing you to do this. <clears throat> For example, the site that Illmind sold off of, you can anybody can do this. They're selling thousands and thousands of collectibles a day from you know from from one dollar to millions of dollars. And mm. so anybody can do this uh, because they have they have the websites and the user interfaces for you to be able to set this up. So I um mm. I saw this thing, it, it was saying something like the internet, there's a an internet uh web, I don't know how, how to fucking <laughs> it's like a blockchain internet or something like that. Web 3.0. No, is it no, like cause I, cause I'm I'm like seriously like uh completely confused about it. Like so it, it was like basically saying like there's a um like the internet's going on blockchain, like and they're like they're having like new like domain names for you. You remember the thing Brad was talking about, right? It's like get your you know, domain name before they sell yeah. it back to you or something yeah. like that. So there's some domain name stuff that is interacting with the blockchain as well. So essentially what you can do now is you can have domain names that can never be shut down because oh. it actually lives on the blockchain. And you can have mm. the same thing you did with that sample pack, you can do with the domain. And so you can own that domain now. Because when I own mobilemusicpro.com, I don't really own that. That's on GoDaddy. Right, right. You know, Go, GoDaddy owns that, really. Like, yeah. they actually own it. 
but I can, of course, technically have legal rights to it and I can transfer it anywhere I want and so forth. But still, like right now, that's GoDaddy's domain, technically. Yeah. So with, with, with NFTs and blockchain, uh, you can actually now own your own domain on, on, a, uh, on, on, on the protocol. Now, it's not really super big yet because there's not a big whole demand for people to actually own their domains like me personally. I mean, sure, it'd be nice, but I'm not going to go through hoops. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go to GoDaddy and click buy. But uh, eventually, that's that's the dream. That's the case is that you'll be able to own everything. You'll be able to own the rights to everything you have. You own your, own your own data, own the rights to your own music, own the rights to everything, and be able to be 100% in control of your entire financial world. And that's the promise of Bitcoin and blockchain. No more need for third parties. Now, there'll always be a PayPal or or you know, or or a Coinbase. There's always going to be somebody that's going to take the bread you know, in the middle, mm -hmm. right? But um, you could, the systems that will be evolving and being built over the next decade or two will push them out slowly but surely, little bit by little bit by little bit, just like the media, slowly pushed out magazines, slowly pushed out newspaper, little bit by little bit by little bit. But eventually you're going to wake up one day and you're going to live in a world where Facebook is everywhere, right? Uh, where the internet is everywhere. You're going to wake up in a world where Bitcoin is everywhere and everybody owns the rights to their own thing. You'll be able to buy stock and cheese the producer. Like you, you, because you'll have your own data and your own data network and your own, uh, you'll own all your own everything. So if I want a piece of cheese to producer, I'll be like, look, cheese, look, let me get, let me, let me give you some money, and I, I want one percent of of everything that you do. <laughs> and you could do that if you want. You could set that up. Mm. So uh, mm. with, with, that's the promise of of this of this blockchain and Web 3.0 and um, a digital future with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Mm. Wow, it's fucking my head up. Yeah, that's crazy. Because even as you as you uh, as you say it, like you know, I'm thinking about like this. This may like this to to me. This seems like this could like um it could uh um like cure a problem. Like like you know, how, like like if you buy like um a door or something, right? And you 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 bought this digital item, but you no longer want it. So now you just you can't use it anymore. So now it's like. Now I can like sell the license to this person and the company, as opposed to being like, no, you can't do that. Now they can just be like, yeah, you can transfer license. You can definitely transfer the license and and sell it. And this shit is this. It'll this all is be digital. For example, like if I have a, a license to contact, I should be able to just zip that to anybody I want if I don't mm -hmm. want it. And mm -hmm. that's that's exactly what you're talking about. That's that's what blockchain is going to be able to do. Essentially, it anchors truth. That's why Bitcoin is so important because remember, he who really, he, you know, he who is the victor rewrites the truth, right? So essentially, like the history, like whoever wins, you know, they, the history gets rewritten to their truth, right? Because that's how it has been. Now, have an actual agreed upon global truth that gets updated every 10 minutes like a heartbeat around the planet. And mm -hmm. that is Bitcoin. That's this global truth that now everybody can agree upon and nobody can skirt anybody. So there's no no more of this, you know what, uh, this other guy said he needed 10% and I didn't know about it. And so he threw himself in the contract. No, it's all it'll all be digital. All contracts will be digital on the blockchain, verifiable and accountable in real time. Gotcha. Literally to the point to where you can stream money in real time. And I'm what that means, Jesus, I'm talking about like as somebody is playing your song Mm -hmm. On Spotify, you're receiving Bitcoin for that hmm. while they're that playing. Be dope. Streaming money. That's also a promise of the future of Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrencies. Uh, so it's kind of like you know, being in the 90s where they're like, the information superhighway. We're gonna you're gonna be able to get all your movies, you're gonna be able to get all your magazines, you're gonna be able to do all this, you're gonna be able to communicate with anybody in the world with a video. Just like you know, it's like the 90s. That shit came true. Like we're here now. So what's yeah. the next thing? Well, this is the next thing, really, is 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 crypto. 
Bitcoin and crypto. Crazy, because the same way you say it had those waves, that's the same way the 90s were. Like, you know, like, because everybody was crazy about it, but then it dipped. Because, like, there's, like, right literally down the block from uh, where I work at, there's, uh, um, there's, there's this, uh, this place where it was the, the first um, video, it was the first internet cafe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but it was before it was it was way ahead of its time. And uh and uh and so and the shit failed, you know. And then but then like years later you look back at it and it's like, damn, this is this was this was like it was just too early, you know what I mean? So it was like it was when all the hype was, but it like you said, it corrects itself. And you know, and uh yeah, that's but here's the thing, here's the thing, Cheese. If you were invested in the underlying technologies. You uh, you wouldn't have to worry about the companies that are, that are using those technologies that crashed. Mm-hmm. So, for example, with Bitcoin, if a company like Coinbase goes down, Bitcoin doesn't care. Your money in Bitcoin is still good. So that means that yeah. if, during some kind of crazy, if, see, dot com crashed because you know the market and a lot of companies went out of business. Mm-hmm. But if you, but for example, Amazon, you could mm-hmm. Amazon didn't go anywhere. You could have bought Amazon stock, right? It, mm-hmm. it, that Google and so forth, right? So people, so they it actually, if you were if you were invested in the underlying technologies, it doesn't actually matter wh- yeah. where the market goes because it's always going up over time. Yeah, definitely. Even though we have these corrections, so now yeah. with Bitcoin, it's so great because it's like literally owning a piece of the freaking internet. You are literally owning a piece of the internet of money, the system, and the rails that will power humanity for the next ten thousand years. You can own a piece of it and verify it right now anywhere on the planet without any third party that mm. is that's the revolutionary part right, right there like you can literally own a piece of the internet by buying bitcoin and that's owning a piece of bitcoin so it doesn't matter like what coinbase does or what all these other companies do if there's a crash in like the market with all these com- companies over time bitcoin's going to do all right so <laughs> so what, what you're saying so what you're saying that um because uh like i just like like just someone sent me like an invitation to gemini so and so like at the time i was like fuck it like i, I I think this is probably a good thing to do. So even with that, like, because I was asking the person, I was like, you know, um, what do you use for a wallet? You know, and so even with Gemini, you're saying I should even like what, no matter what place I have it, like I should definitely still have the the, the wallet, the, the physical wallet. The hardware, yeah. So at some point, once you reach a certain threshold of money and whatever risk appetite is for you, right? It's different for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But once you, reach, once you reach a certain threshold of money that you think is a lot of money, definitely mm-hmm. take that off. Okay. Because even if it's Gemini, just out of principle, being able to hold your own money that nobody can take from you, you know, like that's just super powerful. So being able to hold that in your safe, so you should do it on principle. But but really, you should do it just in case there is an exchange that has been that goes under. Because so many exchanges have gone under in the past. That's why we now are supposed to have. I thought Coinbase was federally, but now Miss Len is saying I don't know. But but it's, it's supposed know, to be that article. Was yeah, 100% I don't know. Either, a, but it just opened. That was supposed, and you know. Gemini as well, uh, now that you bring that up, um, when I went to move my money over to the, the interest part where you just hold it there, they tell you, you got to sign your fucking rights away. They're telling you, this shit could go. Yeah. We're not backing this shit, so that's a chance. Mm-hmm. I think on Coinbase, the same thing. The minute you go to move your shit to collect interest, they tell you, we can't insure this part. We're not but responsible. That, but not that part, but, but still the regular part. They're they're going to insure like regular wallet before you put it in interest, right? If you don't put it in, interest. I don't know. The article okay. says they would. Because that, so well, I that's don't the know. big thing. That's the big thing. Like Gemini and Coinbase, that's supposed to be the big thing is that they're federally insured, so they can right. You know, they can. Uh, uh, that's why. That's how people like us who know about this stuff can recommend regular people too. Like that's the whole point mm-hmm. of of them being there and uh, is to be the retail is to serve the retail market. So 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go out and say, I'm pretty sure both Gemini and Coinbase are federally insured for the main wallets for sure. But right, for right. example, for additional instruments, like, you know, uh, lending and such, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, they definitely make it clear that you are on your own when you put that shit in there to collect interest. But I, t- I tell you what, though, like I say, like people, you know, uh, if, if people start when people start to learn about this stuff, about interest rates, about, uh, you know, uh, savings accounts and, and, and the yield that you can get from this, from putting into Bitcoin, it's going to really change the world because this is going to make mm-hmm. a lot of people, regular people, a lot of money. And, um, it, you know, it's going to it's really is going to allow people to. Um, I like to say it's going to bring on a new golden age, essentially, because just imagine, you know, when people are free from from the tyranny of the central banks, like when they could do what they want with their money and not have 90 percent of it taken away from interest rates, inflation, taxes and and companies and middlemen and so forth. So, yeah, it's really going to cut and trim a lot of the fat. Um, um, And we take the Internet for granted of what it is today and the information that it can give you. But a lot of this stuff used to be locked behind walls, used to be locked behind paywalls, companies, pay gates, like everything you could think of, you know, courses and whatever it was. This stuff, you know, what the Internet did is absolutely amazing. And Bitcoin is going to do this for finance and financial tools. So the average regular person will have all these financial instruments right there where, for example, right in their wallet, they'll, they'll be able to lend Bitcoin out if they want. Or right in their wallet to be able to do all these financial services that used to only be for, you know, accredited investors and, and upper echelon type of people. Yeah, so something somewhere people were, were basically they were talking about, um, number one, they were uh, like basically trading Bitcoin, like almost like like on, on like a on like like day trading change, like, you know, type of thing. Like basically, I don't recommend that. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying I'm just saying like just just how how far it's going or whatever. Yeah. And uh, also, like, uh, where people were even, uh, I think it's, was, it's another one called, have you heard of BlockFi? Yes. Uh, and they, they do think, lending as well. Yeah, yeah, they were doing lending, and they, and they were, it's like, almost like they were, like, the same type of thing, uh, like, like options, like, basically some type, of, it was getting real deep. There's options, too, right now on CME. Uh, huh? There's yes, options. There's an option market right now uh, in the CME, the uh, Mercantile Exchange over there in Chicago. You can trade Bitcoin options right now. Wow. Mm. There's, there's, there's futures, there's options, there's going to be crazy, there's even going to be something coming along the lines of, let me say, what was it called? Um, one second. This, this service was only available to like farmers, before, but now miners are kind of like farmers, because essentially what the markets were created for is if a farmer uh, has a bad crop, they can still get the money that they need because they've hedged it against in the market. Mm-hmm. But uh, but with, with miners, they need that too. For example, if they're mining all this equipment and the Bitcoin price dips a little bit, they might need some ability to hedge against that. So there's going to be markets coming up soon that miners will be able to, like I think it's mining, basically miners futures, essentially mm-hmm. mining futures. That's going to be, that's going to be coming eventually as well because miners need to be able to hedge their bets just like farmers in the same type of fashion this is wild <laughs> so there's gonna be mining futures coming up that's the next thing yeah mm. so there's so many there's so much opportunity uh to to do all these things because everything is so new yeah no this is crazy because it's basically taking the system that was created and kind of putting it into everyone else's hands at the yeah yep. you know like, and that's that's and because you see, you see, like you see, people a lot. They like some people are like, oh, you're gonna lose your money. You're gonna lose your money. It, it's crap. It's crap. It's crap. But then you, you, then you hear like, as soon as it hit the dip, those same people are like, well, they, this person just put this x x amount of million dollars in Bitcoin. You know, what I mean, it's like Elon yeah. Musk, to, to, it's Jack Dorsey, CEO. I mean, there's so many big names in it now. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And you know, Elon Musk literally just bought like a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, yeah, with his corporate treasury. And remember, he didn't do that himself. Like I was saying earlier, he took his corporate treasury money from his company, SpaceX, 
uh, and and bought Bitcoin with that corporate treasury money. So now there's actual Bitcoin on the corporate treasury of the company. Holy mm. shit. Wow. That is on the paper. That is on they they that is literally legally a part of their assets. Uh, Bitcoin is now. That's so crazy. Uh, they took uh, people are and that's going to continue. That's just started March of last year. That's going to con- just go like this over the next couple of years because every company has got to have a part of their corporate treasury in Bitcoin, just like every person has to have a part of savings, their sure. savings in Bitcoin. You cannot keep stuff in cash. You literally told me all the information that people have been uh, advertising to me <laughs> <laughs> or YouTube videos that I've been looking at like, for the last month. This is like, this is the this is the financial event you don't want to miss. You're going to get poor. Don't Where's hit your the- effects? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are going to be poor. Don't get this. <laughs> hey, there was people saying that Amazon was a dumb idea, too. You know, there was people mm-hmm. that... There's people, there's people that saying that Google wasn't going to work, you know. Oh, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, it's like... they. Like they're like a ton of ads where basically they they just uh, they make money uh, trying to push just trying to sell you this fear information that that you just basically that you just basically said and it's just, yeah. and it's just all stuff that's in the news that if you Absolutely. just dig deep enough you you'll you'll get it but you just may not understand like the effects that the long term effects that it may have. So like, and, and remember, the information that I'm dropping here is 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 in paid rooms, is in you know where where people pay hundreds to thousands uh-huh. of dollars. I had uh you know. I have fifty thousand followers following my my Bitcoin Twitter account uh, mm. before before I abandoned that for my music project. So like you know everybody from financial financial advisors to hedge fund managers to CEOs were following me just simply because uh, I got so deep into Bitcoin over the past ten years and man, about you need it every to go get that day. page back. Stop no, playing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I that that is historic. There now sitting for historical purposes for all of my I tweets think. and all my information that people can go back and same with all my podcasts, my hundreds of podcasts, they're all up there. And, you know they say the rich stay rich because they don't spend no money. <laughs> right? That's what they say. It's true. That, and they have all their money in markets making them money 24-7, but <laughs> that too. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, literally, I've just been digging into like, what's this stuff? Uh, um, to options that we were talking about before. Yep. And uh, and learning how people, like, they just make money with covered calls. Like, strikes strikes and covers, man. All day long. <laughs> like, they're like, hey, yeah, I'm sort of selling this covered call. And like, I, I saw this thing guy say, so like, hey, just just sell yourself a cover, sell a covered call about five percent above uh, where you're at. So it'll never reach that price. And I'm like, no, you're absolutely fucking right. It'll never <laughs> reach that price. And then you just cash out every every time it closes. And then, and 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 they're, and they're like doing that, and then taking that money, and and take, and then the money that comes off of it. Like a guy said, he's doing like a poor man and taking that and then using that to do poor man covered calls. And like, it's like I'm like, dude, like this. Dude, here's what's crazy. Are you ready for this cheese? Uh, Who's ready for this? Bitcoin is a cover call on the U.S. dollar. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's essentially a call on the entire U.S. dollar and the entire U.S. homogeneity financial system. That's what Bitcoin really is. When you buy, because you're buying it as insurance, essentially insurance against the current system, mm-hmm. and it's essentially a call mm-hmm. on the U.S. dollar. <laughs> like you can sort of think, or a short. You can almost think of it like a short too. But mm-hmm. I like to think of it more of like a like a pretty much like a call on the U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's Damn. crazy! <laughs> Absolutely, man, it's crazy. Man. It's it gets really crazy. I hate to bring it back to Bitcoin, but that's uh, I was asking. Nah, yeah, I, I gotta find my book because I, I got a little book. I keep all my all my like I like keep all my like my finance stuff in like you know just so like whenever I'm doing something, I'm like, yeah, I think I should write this down. It's like, mm-hmm. sir, 
a little like my little journal. Like anytime that's a any- that's really a difference between like really like smart people and just your average person is that smart people take notes. Mm-hmm. Keep journals and have to do lists. Like I, I can't remember all this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how regular people do it without to do list. They just don't like. They just you know they just go to their nine to five, I guess. But like, man, if I don't have my to do list, dude, yeah, I'm, I feel you. I don't know what I to can. do. There's so much going on in life for all of this. It really is. You gotta take. Notes. You can't remember. Oh man, when you're an entrepreneur, especially like, there's just so many things you got to do. Yeah, especially now, like, like information comes at you so fast. Yeah. Like, I literally had to take, like, this last week, I had to take, like, time off of Instagram just because, like, it's so much stuff and it's so mm-hmm. much, so much this and this. And, and like, and then, like, it just sucks because everything that you, like, search for on whatever other device you're on, they're giving you the ads for it on Instagram. And it's like, shit, man. Can 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 <laughs> be separate? You know what I, I try, mean? Uh, it's crazy. I try to limit my... um my social media to just the mornings. So in the mornings, I go through everything. So in the mornings, I'll go through all my Instagram, go through my Facebook, uh, you know, go through all that, uh, uh, the Facebook groups. So just pretty much do that all right away in the morning for about an hour, two tops, usually about an hour, and then just get that done for the day. And then I, I really don't touch it too much after that until the next morning. And I find that that has increased my productivity pretty good. That makes a lot of that makes a lot of freaking sense because you you get it out you get your stuff out there you know early on I'm all sharp in the morning you know too like then 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 at night so I can like respond better it just makes sense to me to just get all that stuff out of the way right away in the morning maybe and that's then, why um, everyone hates me <laughs> by the well, night time my responses are horrible <laughs> I, I love I love the food uh, things you've been putting on IT though lately you're making you. me so damn hungry dude like oh I get busy thank Goodness. you. I can't cook at all, so it's like a treasure to me. That was some cabbage, some scramps, you know what I'm saying? A little sausage. I can smell it, dude. I can smell it from here. I wanted it so bad. It's busy. I get busy in the kitchen. Nah, but (laughs) (laughs) I can't cook at all. My my, my wife cooks pretty good. She cooks a little bit, um, but we're we're not that big of cooks, really. Uh, We try to do our best and make some sandwiches and you know mashed potatoes and all that good stuff. But like, really, like, man, that stuff that you were cooking, that's that's what I want. That's I, what I order. Yeah. I order out for that. I have to order out for that, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, it's a YouTube cooking channel, man. Like, I know, like, right? <laughs> I should. I should. There's just not enough time in the day. I don't, I don't know. I, but the cooking seems to be something that's important, but yet nobody I know can cook. And I, don't, <laughs> I really am ashamed of the amount of knowledge that's in my head that, that <laughs> while cooking is not. Like, I literally have so many things up here, guys. You have no idea. So much freaking craziness. But yet... I don't know how to cook. It's pretty sad. Nah, I think at some point. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Listen, I some just point, have to I'm enjoy it. <laughs> That's all. Exactly. I enjoy it. Until then, I'm just going to keep following Miss Ledden and, and savoring at her. <laughs> <laughs> Salivating at I'll send you posts. some recipes. I'll send you some oh, how-tos. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, cool. Vortex, we, we appreciate you coming on and, and kicking some gems. You gave us some real good knowledge. Um, we love what you're doing. Um, shout your social medias and your pages and everything. For sure. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate you guys uh, having coming on. As, as I said, I've been following you guys for years, so it really is a bit of a, a fanboy. I'm kind of fanboying out this entire time, <laughs> but I still appreciate it and would love to come on, you know, anytime to talk about uh, crypto and Bitcoin, just to answer any questions, because this is going to be with us for a while. And I'm sure you and your audience are going to have more questions. So definitely uh, have me on for that for sure. Um, and so I'll be more than happy to do that. But uh, for my stuff, um, you can find everything I do at mobilemusicpro.com. And we just really just launched our very first commercial product, uh, which is a paid sample pack called Genesis, which is a trap and drill uh, sample pack. 
over 550 sounds in this thing. You know, we, we, we could have charged 30, 40, 50, $60. So we could have charged cymatic prices all day long, but uh, we wanted to really keep this uh, in the iOS community, make sure that everybody, as many people as possible can, can take advantage of this. So we're making it actually only $20 and it's actually only $10 for the first week. We have 50% off sale for the first week. So there's a few more days on that if you want to grab that. Uh, that is a pretty awesome trap and drill sample pack. Uh, we had DJ Puzzle uh, in the live stream and he was complimenting it. So uh, that, that was pretty high praise, I thought. Uh, if DJ oh, Puzzle nice. thought it was pretty good, I was like, That's whoa. I was like, whoa, DJ Puzzle just said my pack was fire. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I fanboyed out there too. I, I got to stop fanboying. But um, so I thought that was pretty awesome. But definitely if you guys, uh, if you do our, if you are a sample-based producer or if you do use samples in your production, would love for you to check it out. Uh, MobileMusicPro.com slash Genesis and see if it's uh, something that you might enjoy. Other than that, we do always have free sample packs. We're always releasing free sample packs as well. Uh, so if you guys' wallet is a little bit light right now, no problem. We've got some free ones for you to check out as well. And of course, we have the YouTube channel uh, where we're always releasing videos there every week, uh, trying to help people, trying to teach people how to produce music on their iOS device. And you can find that at youtube.com slash mobile music pro and uh, just pretty much at mobile music pro on every platform. So, 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 so.